0: Ready, check, radio. Hello. Internet and welcome to the Relic Grind. Ready Check Radio's Final Fantasy 14 Square Enix podcast. It's Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. That means it's showtime. I'm your host, as always, Mike Byrne, aka Magic Man, and we've got a lot of stuff to cover. Tokyo Game Show was this past uh, week, so we get to go- cover all of Square Enix's reveals. There was Final Fantasy 16 there or not? they said it probably wouldn't be but we know square wanted to be wanted it to be so we'll go through all of that not a whole lot on the final fantasy 14 front but anticipate a tremendously packed show probably next week as the media tour embargo falls on all things endwalker related that falls actually on the 13th the day before the show so i'm sure we will have quite a few things to go over and then some that just continue to to drop out throughout the rest of the week that we'll probably bring to the following show. So lots of stuff to cover, lots of fun. Hope you'll join us if you're watching on YouTube or listening on Spotify. Head on over to the website right there, readycheckradio.com. In the upper right is all the socials, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, all that jazz. Click like, turn on those notifications, sub up, tell your friends. If you like what we do, it's the easiest and best way to support us, and it's free. And you'll get notifications of all of our different streams, whether it's myself, Tarkov, or any of the other streamers that volunteer their time so graciously uh, to hang out and play video games. And you'll get to see cool stuff, like this Saturday, we'll have multiple streams going on from too many games in Philadelphia as we walk around and try to get the best deals on some retro games to fill some gaps in my collection. Joining me, though, to go over all the Square Enix stuff, Mr. Chris Montoya, a.k.a. Tarkoth. What's up, sir?
1: Greetings programs, doing pretty good, it's been a busy week, Uh, happy to get into it and dive on in. You have recovered
0: from your one chip challenge this past weekend, you did uh, as a show of solidarity uh, with (laughs) our previously planned three person Rocket League one chip challenge for our 500th follower on Twitch, thank you all, let's get to 1000 now and Kronos will dance, he already, he said it, we were off air but I have recording, he said it. (laughs)
2: Dude, damn, we have the tape recorder.
0: I do. Let we can go to the tape if we need to, Mister Adam Lane, aka Kronos. What's up?
2: No, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. I promise. Yeah, for sure. One... I wanted to see Tarkov eat the chip and do nail dive bombs,
1: so though. Oh, that was tough enough trying to read dialogue from Fantasy Four.
0: <laughs> the best part, I was dying. Like as soon as you did it, you're like, "Man, this tastes like shit. This is awful. It's just like so dry. It doesn't really have any flavor. It's definitely got spice." And then you cut to the the Final Fantasy IV pixel remaster. And like one of the very first sentences, just halfway through the sentence, I can hear your voice starting to crack underneath the line. Like you're like, I'm not going to get through this. I was just, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh Video, I can't believe we did that. <laughs> it's just, I was like, he is hurting, and then about five minutes later is when the tears started coming. You can check out uh, the first ten minutes in a bite-sized bit on the YouTube channel, and we have it highlighted here on Twitch. Um, next week is when we'll do the three-person Rocket League uh, version of it. All three of us will be doing the One Chip Challenge and trying to actually win Rocket League matches through the tears. Uh, so join us Twitter is probably the best way to know when that's scheduled. So, Gents, let's get right down to it. Uh, not a lot on the Final Fantasy XIV front this week. That's you know to be expected. The media stuff, the embargo falls next week, so it'll be pretty busy. But that's not to say we didn't get anything. There's two things I'd like to go over, and one of them I didn't put in the show notes because I really wasn't going to go in-depth, but... Ian, I had some thoughts on it. I saw Kronos your Twitter. You have some have thoughts, lot, on have thoughts on the topic, yeah. <laughs> and, and so I do think I you know let's bring it up. We are not uh, going to show images of some of the media tour stuff from Final Fantasy fourteen that has already leaked. Uh, there are things specifically job icons or ability icons, things like that, that have already leaked, particularly for warriors and. Uh, and, and so there's already a dialogue going about some of these things. Well, this ability and this ability and this ability. So first off, let's put a whole big disclaimer on that portion of I really wouldn't get tied up in the abilities yet. The media tour is, of course, a beta build. All the stuff is subject to change. And we're still a month and a half, a little over a month and a half away from expansion. So I really wouldn't let it work you up yet they may be all right too, and then okay, go ahead and get worked up if you want to when and N-W- and Walker launches. But there we're not going to show those because I don't think the, the I don't like being uh, as a content creator unfair to other content creators that were at the media tour. and you know, let them get those hits. They earn them, they're putting their content together. We'll talk about them next week. But it has kind of brought up this sub argument. Obviously, the person, Kronos, that leaked the materials is 100% in the wrong. There are no ifs, ands, or buts about it. If you had that material and you were under the NDA and you broke that, you are in the wrong. And you know what? You shouldn't be invited back if they can trace it back. It's just that simple. I don't think many people disagree at that level.
2: Yeah, I would say almost no one. Where
0: people start to disagree is people sharing that information post-leak. So Tark leaks the information. I work for MMObomb.com. I cover it. Or maybe that's a little bigger because, right, it's a website that's putting the information out there. But let's just say Tark leaks it. I don't know Tark leaked it. I just know it's leaked. I like Final Fantasy. And so I start, hey, Kronos, at Kronos, did you see this? And then we start talking about it. And that's kind of brought up this whole argument on, are those people in the wrong? Do they have any obligation to just shut up about this shit and stop mm-hmm. spreading it around, stop giving the leaker attention, stop giving you know attention to the leak itself, uh, and just wait for the embargo? Or, you know what? It's already out there, you can't take it back. We like talking about stuff. We should be able to talk about it. What's what? What's your take, Kronos? Because that's kind of become a little bit of a debate, particularly yeah. amongst 14 content creators.
2: A lot of people are getting mad, honestly, um, because there are con- there are people that I would consider content creators for the game that are talking about it, um, and people are thinking that like now that they're like kind of like sing- like they're doing that, and people are putting it in like their title, their stream titles and stuff, um, and. So a lot of like, people don't think that that's like, kind of taking away from the other people that got invited. Um, and the people that got invited, they're under NDA, so they can't say anything. And, and trust me, I'm coming from a place where I know I've signed an NDA with Square Enix before. Um, so like you know I've done that before, and I've seen stuff leak. It feels weird, though, because I feel like in video games, we treat this so weirdly, when in every other piece of media, like if it's out there, man it's out there like you <laughs> that's, that's it it's hit the internet you're not t- you can't take all those down um, they've since deleted a lot of the stuff on Twitter but you can still like I mean Reddit still has stuff uh, people are posted it to websites like you're not going to get it all it's just impossible
0: yeah um, I mean once it's out there it's out there yeah. and I can certainly feel as somebody like you that has signed NDAs with multiple companies gotten hands on time with stuff I've gotten hands on time with stuff that never actually came out Mm-hmm. For those of you that remember long ago, I played Lime Odyssey. I'm probably one of 25 people in the world <laughs> that didn't develop the game that actually played Lime Odyssey. I got to do an alpha look for it video, but anyway. So I've su- I've done the same thing and it does feel bad. It does. When it gets leaked and you're holding that information and you're doing everything right and you're getting your content ready for your audience so that you can you know, get them the stuff the way you, the, in your entertainment stuff, it feels bad. And it does feel doubly bad, uh, Tark, when that type of stuff is then, you know, you're a Final Fantasy 14 creator, you're streaming, your audience has, some of which, seen that stuff, and they really wanna talk to you about that. Mm-hmm. Whether it's what is actually in the leak or what do you think about the fact that it's being leaked. And it does put those particular creators that were at the media event that are under NDA in a really, really weird spot. And I can certainly appreciate that, right? You can't talk about it. Not only can you just not—anything you say could be twisted into a confirming or a denying situation, which you're not allowed to do because of your NDA, and now it makes your stream uncomfortable, so it's, it, it's not entirely without sympathy from me for the content creators that are kind of like, man, I wish just
1: people would shut up about this. I completely agree. The best parallel that I can think of, um, and this happens a lot in the film industry, you get first looks, you get uh, you know press things, uh, and people are under NDA and they can't talk about it. Um, but leaks happen all the time there, and it's kind of the norm. And unfortunately, I hope Square Enix finds who did leak this and they completely ban them from any sort of Square Enix information dump or anything ever in the future. And it's just horrible. I I do feel bad for the content creators because you're you're right. They want to talk about, they're creating all this content. They just can't yet. So, you know, there there are fans, there are people that follow them. They want to talk about it. You know, you got to follow the NDA because you don't want to get banned too. Even though it's been out there, you know, you, you got this legal document you signed. You want to be participating in these future events. You want to be trusted by Square Enix for information. You, you got to keep it quiet. And, you know, like I've seen actually f- from a couple clips, you know, they're like, the leaks, not talking about it. Nope, don't bring it up, not talking about it. You just got to put a hard line in the sand, unfortunately. Um As far as people talking about that weren't part of that. Again, parallel to the film industry, you know, it's fair game. Unfortunately, um, if if you want to talk about it, and, and you you want to bring it up, you might not have all the full information though. So, I, it's kind of a fine line of of talking about this information that's out there for everyone to see, and but maybe you don't have the full picture. So.
0: Yeah, and Freycourt in chat saying, "I mean, this is much different than when IGN gets a twenty-four hour early release embargo, and everyone else still has to hold." Yeah, that's a totally different ball game. Correct. This is, you know, everybody's supposed to, and it's weird because, like, for for me, right? I didn't, uh, you, you know, the channel's not big enough. I didn't go to the media event. Full disclosure, there, I am sure you are shocked and amazed. We just made five hundred followers. I was, I uh, was
1: invited. Uh, I chose not to go. I was yeah, too busy. you wish.
0: I um, <laughs> and, and so, but this type of thing. You know, when this these leaks happen, I'm, since I'm just aware of all the sides and how everything, this is like, I'll talk to you two about it, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, did you sure. see this? Did you see this? Did you see this ability? I wonder if this is really what they're going to do, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I would never hop into Happy's stream and start a right. conver- that's, conversation. That's it right there. I wouldn't that's even behind the scenes in private conversations between Happy and I, I wouldn't yes. say, you know, what's your opinion on the leak? Like, but that takes. I recognize that that takes a very unique knowledge set uh for me to be able to go you know what I yeah it's we're just three friends talking about it I would never put Brian Ginger Prime in a position even privately mm-hmm. where I you know I would just okay I'll, I'll talk to you on the 13th and I'll get I'll get what you felt about the leaks on the 13th mm-hmm. so yeah it's it is very yeah. very weird
2: yeah like when i you know when i did stuff with the returners right we always got a spoiler it was no secret that we were gonna get a spoiler every set once we got our first
0: one right Yeah, for final fantasy tcg
2: and it it wasn't like people were private okay i mean there were occasions where people would try to get out of us but like it wasn't like my friends were like messaging me like hey what's your card can you send me that card let me see that card you know because they know like we had to sign an nda right yeah um Mm -hmm. so like i do feel bad for people coming into their chat because like most of those people should kind of know better. Like you know, the people that are under a DA for the most part. If you're, if you've seen these leaks, I would probably correlate that to like you kind of know. Like you had to cut. I don't know. Maybe some people you can kind of forgive. They might not know any better, but I'd say most people know better. Um, and there are streams that are talking about it, so go to those streams and talk to the people that don't have NDAs because they're, you know, they'll talk to you or they'll they'll tell you they don't want to talk about it. It's One of the other things. But if you get banned in Mister Happy's channel because he tells you to stop you know ask him about it they I mean i'm sorry like that's his decision he signed NDA first off so he's not gonna do it so like just just leave it go somewhere else or be okay watching his stream and not talking about the leaks um but i do have a little bit of an issue with people saying that like no one's allowed to talk about this and yeah, people talking about it. that was
0: gonna be my yeah. last point is yeah don't i i made the argument for the content creators right The Mm -hmm. argument on the other side is okay, if I'm gonna respect you as a content creator and not bring it to your channel because I respect that there's something going on, don't expect me to not talk about it with Tark and Kronos while we're sitting there on Discord and stuff like that. It's Final Fantasy. We like Final Fantasy. We didn't leak it, we don't know where it came from, we can't do anything about it, but it's there.
2: Right.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
2: I mean, I full disclosure, I read all of them. You know, and and here with you. And the other thing too. Like, we don't even know if this stuff is real, right? Like, the, the people under NDA are going to be like, man, they're real, but we can't talk about it. Like, they haven't even... They're not saying that.
1: Yeah. They, so they we don't even know. or deny. Yeah. Um. And again, like I was saying earlier, we don't know if we have the full picture or if we've yeah. got everything yet, so...
2: We don't. Yeah, that's true. We don't. Yeah, um I, I do will know say the
1: Square was pissed last year when this happened. It ha- It's they... happened
2: since Heaven's Word. Oh, yeah. Lucky. Oh, yeah. So they were
0: extremely new. pissed last year when it yeah. happened, so...
2: I, I will say the images though did have NDA watermark on them, so somebody will probably get caught. Uh, I would, I highly doubt it's a content creator. It's probably more likely like someone from a site,
1: that a major media a fir- outlet. It has like a
2: friend and outlet. I mean, I mean, yeah, that that would be, my guess, but I, I don't know. That's just a guess. Um, but I'm, yeah, I feel bad, but at the same time, it's like it's out there. You know, what are you gonna do?
0: We will be, of course, talking about that and so much more next week as the media embargo drops on the Endwalker content. Gentlemen, we're getting close. I do want to show you this, though. Mm, Look at this. Look, Just look at this. What you are seeing is a uh, a comparison for the latest Dula Continent mobile game, Dula Continent Soulmaster Duel popular in China mobile game and their latest trailer looks a little familiar a little a little familiar maybe i mean there could be you know maybe a little borrowing going on here and
1: i don't know what you're talking about it looks amazing i don't know where they got these ideas but it's it's stellar they're so good you know
0: maybe a little similar and maybe, maybe just a bit. paying some homage or a scene-by-scene remake i i don't know Kronos. i don't want to cast any aspersions but you fucking stole it the entire thing yeah like what
2: phrase talking about chatio after i watched this one of my friends told me there's a stormblood one i, I must have missed that back but yeah happened, there but is a-
0: yeah but
2: apparently like someone guessed straight up copied the stormblood intro yeah. uh the thing is uh this is definitely like in china you're not getting them like they- it's obviously copied it but then nothing's gonna happen here you know it's it is what it is, but uh, yeah, I
1: mean you know, it's it's this, pretty much shot for shot. <laughs> this this is the ice ice baby to the under pressure. This is just this is worse than that. <laughs> we, the little, little, we just changed a little thing. it goes up instead of down. No, this you, you stole it. This, yeah, I
2: guess I guess she has a hammer instead of a sword. I guess yeah. that's like the one difference. Yeah,
1: yep. and the coloring uh, is pretty different. bold. It's pretty
0: bold. I mean, you do have the problem with copyright protections in China to begin with like just universally not for just video games or yeah. trailers or anything right they're not exactly uh crackdown enforcers of copy international copyright laws uh you that's why you always see them like in debates and stuff between China and the US and China and this country as part of trade deals and things like that trying to get China to crack down on Uh, intellectual property and copyright infringement and stuff like that. So it's unlikely, I agree with you, it's unlikely to go anywhere. I do like the, for some reason, I I do like the media headlines on this one that were like, just kind of like saying it had similarities or like they were just like (laughs) these very, well, maybe. Like if I had written an article on it, it would have been like, they flat out fucking stole it. (laughs) (laughs) Man, like <laughs> come on Just throwing
1: the weapon down to to brace yourself from falling backwards right. like i mean come on
0: but so here's the thing though like as blatant as this one is right where is the line here because this has kind of rekindled final fantasy XIV's own little mm, i wonder <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you know good king mogulmog song a Mog song being suspiciously close to this is Halloween uh, in Nightmare Before Christmas, or going and doing the Sephiroth fight and listening to what sounds a lot like a Power Man 5000 when worlds collide. Like, where is the line here? Are those doing the same type of thing here? Are they homages? Where do you you guys fall on this? It's just an interesting debate, I think.
2: Those two examples, I think there's, like, room for doubt, right? um now i mean i you know i was i heard power man 5000 when i was like in high school and when i first heard Mm -hmm. Sephiroth, i immediately thought of that song so did i kidding same thing Um, in
0: in uh moogle mog for me it was
2: definitely has uh things that definitely sound like that but it's like for moogle mog i feel like it's parts of it it's not like the whole thing this is like a shot for shot this is like copying like um that's so, what so like Quentin me, like,
0: Tarantino does, and we herald him as a film, you know, a, a visionary <laughs> filmmaker. Yeah.
2: It's it's a tough line to draw. To be like when it's like shot for shot, though, like there's no argument to be made, you know. Um,
0: I think you're just giving him a pass because it's Final Fantasy fourteen and you can find no faults in it. <laughs>
2: I, uh, no, I, I can find plenty of faults in the game. I promise you that. But uh, I don't know. It's just because it's not the same exact song. It's really it's really hard to prove that. Like, it's, oh yeah. I think it's obvious whoever did the Sephiroth theme was like listening to that song as they wrote it or something because it's very eerily similar. Well, I don't
0: know. Think back, man. I played for you "Ball Wonderworld" at the expense of a copyright oh, hey, uh, uh, yeah. claim on my uh, on my video. I it, yeah. uh, so Square has you know gotten in trouble for this kind of stuff before, but they always tread the line of yeah, you probably stole it, but I can't prove it because it's not entirely yeah. stolen. This is just flat out ripped. It's just flat out ripped. All right, let's talk about Tokyo Game Show and some other stuff. But before we get started with those topics, uh, a little bit of sad news for you. Uh, The Dragon Quest composer uh, Koichi Sugiyama has passed away. uh, 90 years old. Septic shock was the uh, cause of death. Not a very Mm -hmm. pleasant way to go for those of you... Uh, familiar with anybody that's actually had that uh, that type of condition uh, this is a really tough one for me gents I love Dragon yeah. Quest music I do and there is an argument to be made that the latter years it wasn't you know all of that it used to be and I'm totally with you on that and orchestration versus MIDI and, and all of that but he's kind of he's not my dude as far as you know real world views, right? Uh, he's, he's, he's not without his own controversy for what I believe is just being flat out in the wrong uh, on trying to downplay Japanese atrocities during World War II and his thoughts on members of the uh, LBGTQ plus community. And I'm kind of torn on this one. It's a very, okay, separate the art from the artist kind of moment for me. Uh, I'm. Yep. Sa- I I can appreciate the music that somebody created while not really liking them as a human being all that much. Of course, I don't want anybody to die. Certainly not in in this type of way, uh, at all. Uh, so yeah, I've had some mixed emotions when I read the news. Uh, but we'll have to see what happens with with music going forward. Legendary Dragon Quest soundtrack creator Tark. Well,
1: um, if. It came out today that, you know, John Williams passed, you know, hopefully he still keeps going for a little bit longer, um, that he was just a terrible person behind the scenes. You know what? The music that he created was still gold. It was still amazing. I would still listen to it. The creations that he made, you know, are are there. Um, and I will celebrate that. Um, as far as him as a person, maybe not so much, you know, rest in peace. Um, but I'm gonna appreciate the music and the art that he. It, I, I'm definitely one that's gonna separate the art from the artist in this regard. Corona's kind of nodding uh, of the yeah, same I, mind here. I agree. I mean, I mean, I'm he was he was like
0: the, very uh, outspoken. Like this wasn't. I actually hey, didn't he, know he a said, lot of that stuff like, he, oh, we caught him in 20 years ago saying the n-word. Like that, it wasn't. I mean, this yes. dude like bought ads in papers and mm-hmm. you know laughed at. Teen suicide rates in LGBTQ plus communities, and that's yeah, pretty terrible. It's pretty terrible stuff, right? Yeah. So yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I'm with you guys. Though I can separate it, um, the two things, because I mean, yeah, even if he is a bad person, I don't wish death upon anybody. Though
0: no, no, not at <laughs> no. all.
2: Um, so it's still sad, uh, and yeah, I mean, you know, his music's still there. You'll be able to listen to that stuff. But yeah, I mean, if that's that that stuff, I I wasn't aware of that stuff, so but
0: it's not good no. yeah, I mean a, a lot of people aren't and there's nothing wrong with not knowing like you could do you hey you I, I don't know jack about 90% of the artists on the radio anymore oh, well that's because I'm old though I mean that doesn't you know it's not music get, get the hell off my radio this ain't music uh so yeah sad for the passing well to see I mean he does have kind of an heir apparent that's been working with him and did music on ff12 and some other stuff so We'll have to see uh, how it lives on through.
2: Square is pretty loaded book. when it comes to composers. I feel yeah. like so. Yeah, so it'll be I, okay. think, it'll be I think I think you
0: kids call this music exactly. I say that a lot, Medic. Strangers, uh, a stranger of paradise. So we I'm got demo music real quick. Yeah, we got you know, demo hey, now. Copyright claimed. Uh, real
1: quick, real quick. Yeah, you know, speaking of the music though, everyone's gonna remember Limp Biscuit, right? It's gonna be great. It's gonna live on. Here in Strangers of Paradise. God, I got to find a new host.
0: Um, I keep putting it off, but I'm going to have to get around to that sometime. Oh. Uh, Stranger of Paradise demo number two made it out from Tokyo Game Show. And we have a release date, gentlemen March 18th, 2020. Jesus, March is busy for Square. My oh. wallet is crying is it's just crying at March, <laughs> uh, and oh my God! Wait, third, hold on—November, three, four and so months, December, be January. Awful. Oh my God, Kronos! That means the set after Crystal Dominion is gonna be end of February, early March. God, oh shit!
2: Yeah. You have a starter deck coming up soon too. Yeah, right? well,
0: yeah, that, and then we have the the November uh, crystals of dominate or Crystal oh. Dom- yep. Dominion in uh, November. So the next set will be February. March. Oh man. So anyway. There you go. Uh, New demo came out. We also got a new trailer. Uh, I played the demo, Tark. I think you streamed the demo, so I know you played it. Kronos, did you get a chance to play it?
2: I played it a lot. Did you? A a lot, yeah, probably close to 20, 30 hours.
0: Wow. I played it a lot. We'll start with you, Kronos. What's your takeaways?
2: Uh, So I tried every job and maxed out most of them. Um, It's fun. Uh, It's still super cringy when any character talks. The story still, like, I I have an idea of, like, what's happening. But it's, like, I don't know if it's all that interesting. But the class system, I really like. Uh, I still like the blue bait. It's a lot of the same stuff. I feel like they just fixed a few minor things. There's still some problems that I hope they, maybe they fix before the um, the final version. It still feels a bit clunky in some ways. Um, but it's still fun. Uh, I'm definitely going to buy it but uh, I might be skipping cutscenes at some point in this game.
0: <laughs> yeah, I got to agree. And if you watch this trailer, like the worst moment for me was like right at the end when he's like, <laughs> what's your name? And he's Garland, Jack Garland. It's,
2: yeah, ah. it's pretty bad. It's really bad. And like the scene that Dark's talking about too, where uh, it's, it happens in the demo, I think it was like a separate video that they posted, or some content creator might have posted it on Twitter, where it's like they're just having a conversation with like the new girl. And he just like cuts like this song that sounds like a Lip Biscuit song on his phone and just walks away. And that's the cutscene.
0: Yeah, it's 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 pretty bad. now, Tark, they did take some feedback from the previous test, though. Uh, And we did see some of the stuff that has changed. uh, And I want to see if you noticed, because I certainly did on some of these. But some of them I was kind of like, "Mm, I didn't notice. I didn't notice uh they do say hey the visuals have been improved one of the most common criticisms of the first trial was the graphics fans wanted better clearer visuals they say hey the team was already working on that we knew there was room for improvement and things we wanted to enhance and polish before we even put that first trial up those are still being worked on we're going to continue to do that during development but some have been included in trial version two Specifically, they wanted us to go back to the Chaos Shrine, the area that was in the first tutorial or first mm-hmm. trial, uh, and see how much better it already looks. Agree or disagree?
1: Did it? Uh, I'm going to have to be 50 50 on this. Um, one of the biggest complaints I had from the first trial demo was uh, it was just so dark. And that the is was, the second feedback piece awful.
0: that they talk about that, yeah. They, yeah. they still want to play with light and dark and balance and stuff but they did go lighten some of this stuff up as well that i I agree with you that I noticed I really gotta say I didn't notice a huge graphical difference and it's hard to compare oh. right because I don't have trial one sitting here I'm just kind of gotta go from memory I, I yep. like uh, it still kind of looks the same to me
1: um I, I actually stopped at, at a couple points and even my my viewers um, were chiming in um that this just is just not good it's i hopefully they are working on it but there is just such a, a blurriness and like a graininess i guess to it um it doesn't seem like it's supposed to be a ps5 game you know I, and another one of my viewers said you know it's the same on um the series x so it, it they have a long way to go for me to really enjoy the visuals um
0: well, that's what's... That's Just funny. the equipment. Just the because one of the absolute. next pieces of feedback, they say some observant players who tried the previous trials noticed that the visuals were a little blurry overall. You'll be pleased to hear oh, that the new trial looks much clearer and crisper. What's more, the team put a lot of focus and energy into making sure the game runs at a high frame rate, even at 4K resolution. I got to agree with Tart mm-hmm. Kronos. There's still a lot of work to go oh, in this yeah. area. Uh, and it does leave me a little... Oh, are you gonna be ready for March?
2: That's probably probably oh,
0: not. Only five <laughs> months away. My game There's crashed three times too. Yeah, what?
2: my game. My game also it my demo crashed three times. Oh, that's not uh, good. in the middle of like the, the optional boss fights. Like, I don't know if y'all did the optional thing mm-hmm. where you can fight uh, both bosses at once, um, or you fight them like back to back.
0: Back
1: to back. It's yeah, so, a uh, rush like, mode the side quest. The yeah, mode? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, like okay. the little la- the last side quest they let yeah. you do. Yeah, I basically did that on like every every job just to try out the jobs. Um, and see how fun they were. And they're all pretty unique and fun. Yeah. So, like I uh, said, the gameplay is the most important thing to me. And yeah. so that I think that the fact that that's cool is is awesome. I can kind of ignore the other stuff. I know some people can't. You know, it's fair. It's different people play games for different reasons.
0: Yep. And um, they did talk about actions being rebalanced between the trials, too. And this was the area that, to Kronos, your point, I, could, I noticed the most uh, as far as combat being a little more responsive. It's still a little sluggish in in some Mm -hmm. uh, combo types, Uh, but it does, it definitely was a step up. There were some fixes to abilities of Jax, particularly the uh, Soul Burst and the, um, oh shit, uh, Lightbringer Uh, using, it uses more MP, but now lasts longer, which felt good. So those changes are good. I did like that the AI companions were better. Yeah, I was say that. Was they say that too. were so Way much better. better. Way better. Uh, Usable, in fact. And now, yeah, you're, like. gonna, you're able to give them equipment. So all that shit you're picking up that you couldn't do anything with in the first trial, now you can customize their equipment, too, to kind of send them down their own job path as well. So uh, all in all, I like trial two. I I like the whole let's do one trial. Let's do another one. I I, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe we get one more before launch. Uh, I am a little concerned though that I think March might be a little early for as much as I want to see done, particularly on the graphical front uh, for the game. We'll have to see.
1: Just for my wallet, I hope they do one more trial maybe late December, maybe early January and push it back a couple months. Come I will mom.
0: say that this has not Balan wonder-worlded me, where I <laughs> no, play no, no. the trial and I'm like, yeah, I'm not buying that. <laughs> well,
1: they
2: haven't taken it off the store yet, so that's a good sign. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Things are going well when they don't destroy their own trial <laughs> by fire. Uh, speaking yeah, it, of beta, beta only... feedback, we do have a little bit more on Babylon's Fall that finished its second beta phase as well. Not a whole lot. They were monitoring some uh, stress patterns and things like that. They have, though, uh, started to tweak the art style. And I know this was one of the things that uh, I think, Kronos, you weren't all that, you know, uh, a fan of, this kind of like almost Renaissance watercolorish painting art style that they were going with. Uh, They have started, they they heard that all over. And so they've started to kind of tighten that up. Uh, It still has that kind of oil painting aesthetic but it's starting to look a lot more uh, detailed. If you go to Babylon's Fall, the website, there's actually a slider image that you can use to go ahead and go back and forth. They've also talked about uh, updating some of the actions because people gave feedback that, you know what, combat is kind of boring. And so we got, this is only like 10, 14 seconds or whatever of video, uh, but definitely seeing a little more Devil May Cry-ish, uh, combat style in here. This is still one though that Babylon's Fall that I'm I'm still on the fence about. I'm okay with a good live service game. I'm not one of those people that just nope, I'm out because it's live service. Uh, if it's done well and it's fun, you know, I play a lot of. I used to play a lot of the Division too, you know, stuff like that. It doesn't bother me if it's done well and they're not like just trying to bite into my wallet. But the more I see this. This one for me, I, I'm actually, it's kind of the opposite of Origin. It's I'm starting to slip closer towards, you know what, I don't know if I'm going to buy this day one, uh, where Stranger of Paradise, I keep getting closer to, yeah, this is a day one purchase for me. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys feel the same, but I was excited by this one, moved to the middle of the bar when I heard it was live service because now I want to see more before I buy it. And now I'm kind of sliding down the bar a little bit, even with these closed beta two changes. By the way, you can go sign up for beta phase three, which is in November.
2: I feel the same way as you. Like, pretty much exact same, honestly. I was really excited because it's like, it's a Yoko Taro game. Yeah. Uh, I was like, okay, cool. We're going to get like his next near series. It's not near, but you know, like his new. All Right, right, right. Uh, and then it was like, live service. Uh, okay. Uh, and then you know, the more they showed, it's like I don't know if I'm like super interested in it. I do appreciate the stuff they're doing though, like the data they're putting out. Oh, yeah, it's really cool. Um, so yeah, that I like that. communication, yeah. yeah. So, so I'm a big fan of that. Um, but I the more I see, the less I think I'm gonna buy it too. Honestly, I'm, I'm still on the fence, I'm not sure. Uh, Final Fantasy has this thing going for it where it's, the name I'll probably just buy it on because of the name, right? <laughs> uh, right. but you know. I, I am having fun with that, and I don't know if I'm gonna have fun with this or not. It's hard for me to say
1: right now. So, so if this is Babylon's Five, uh, B- Babylon's Fall, Final Fantasy Origins, you would buy it?
2: I mean, look, I, I know I'm a sucker. Okay, it's okay uh, that I, as long I'm self, I'm a very self-aware sucker. All right, yes, I would buy that if it was, fun, if if it had Final Fantasy on the title, I would buy it. Yeah,
1: that's awesome. Yeah, Don't Uh, pretend
0: that's not you too, Tark. I'm
1: I'm actually on the fence myself. um, But I'm leaning more towards getting it. I really wanted to get into this next uh, closed beta. Um, I want to get my hands on it um, so I can speak intelligently about it. There's only so much you can do with videos. Um, How it feels when you play it is so much of of a game like this, unfortunately. So uh, I want to get my hands on it and see which way i want to actually go we also got a, a
0: lot of other stuff here to go through so let's kind of let me wait why can't i eh, eh whatever <laughs> whatever uh there we go yes no i don't know my stupid thing is frozen on tarkoth's screen um I I at least i'm not a pony This is true. You are not a pony today. Uh, Faye not streaming after the show. Hopefully uh, she's feeling a little bit better. She's uh, a little under the weather today. We got a ton of Kingdom Hearts news. A ton of Kingdom Hearts news. Whether it was Tokyo Game Show or Nintendo's presentation. All throughout the week we got a lot of of, uh, Kingdom Hearts information starting with the 20th anniversary event, Kronos, of which we know nothing. <laughs> nothing.
2: Yeah. I, I, I'm not really excited by this. I, here's the thing I really like the first two games. Like, I've, I've said this on this cast, I think, a couple of times oh, yeah. now. This series needs to die in a fire. It, I'm sorry. I, I, I was a fan. I was a fan. But it's like, I, I, I don't think I need Kingdom Hearts 4 anymore. And I definitely don't want ridiculous sequels to Kingdom Hearts three before Kingdom Hearts four comes out. So it's like, it's cool that Swords and Smash Brothers. I think that looks really cool. I think Sakura does a very good job with that game. It's a very cool last character to put in. I don't think I care about the twentieth anniversary. I don't think I care that the games are available on Switch now because I could have already bought them on my PC. It's kind of weird.
0: I love the logo. For the twentieth anniversary, <laughs> I
2: do like the chess set. The chess set. The chess cool. set is. I will say boss. That.
0: The, chess the chess set was cool. boss. Uh, I, yeah, I w- I'm with you though. I don't care. Kingdom Hearts Union X Cross uh, is gonna it has an offline version where you can watch the theater mode. They've done that with what was it three whatever. They, they did it with like two other games. I yeah, think, uh, Kingdom Hearts Dark Roads Final Chapter will be coming next winter, and then yeah, we do have the entire. Uh, ten titles or whatever, uh, whatever you want to count them as, because some of them are the theater mode things, uh, yeah. being released on the Switch via the cloud, uh, which is weird. So yeah, that is a, a little, little weird, weird, a little weird. Uh, and then of course, yeah, I mean the big news on this front because we have to kind of wait for more anniversary stuff. You can go look at the merch, but no real huge announcements yet. Is Sora in Smash? Final character in the last major update for Nintendo's brawling title. Uh, Credit goes here to GameSpot for the clip that I'm using because I couldn't get the official one. Uh, So we'll use theirs. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, if you're... This was one of the most requested characters for Smash for a while. Uh, Mm -hmm. Finally, and there's been jokes online, joke posts about, you know, having to give up his own son, uh, his (laughs) firstborn son... Uh, who isn't even here to, to get Sora in the game. But uh, yeah, a bunch of different costumes. His own stage, which looks very familiar to Kingdom Hearts players. It's got the very stained glass appearance and everything. Looks fantastic. Uh, you know, I like some of the costumes. Some of them I'm like, we make fun of Sora for having that costume. Could we not put that costume in Smash? But uh, all in all, I think I think you got to be happy, Tark, if you're a Smash fan for this move
1: absolutely the legal hurdles that they've had to to do to get this in the game slash the amount of money uh it's got, got to be crazy um especially the keychain has the mouse ears and it's it's there so i don't it, know you could tell disney
2: <laughs> wasn't really on board with this you like there's a lot of ah. things if you're paying close attention that like i don't i don't i want to i'm kind of curious what Disney. Said about that because, like, Donald and Goofy are supposed to be on the glass stage, and they're just like replaced by fruits. Uh, like, yeah, they do like a lot of weird stuff like that. And I think, and even if you look at like the Halibastian stage, they're really like particular yeah. about things that are there. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm surprised that like the keychain is there, but maybe they get away with that because like Disney can't sue them for having like a keychain that looks like a mouse. Right. I don't know.
1: Sure. Uh, maybe but it's not they, an official logo.
2: Yeah, but they obviously were not allowed to use Donald and Goofy in any capacity whatsoever because they mm-hmm. literally replaced their images on every stage like every part of the stage. So
0: it's interesting. We shall see. A few other notables from the Tokyo game show. No, Final Fantasy fourteen or sixteen did not make an appearance uh at all. And it was called out right from the start. <laughs> they were just <laughs> yep. like, Nope, we're not doing it. Nothing 16-related. But here's a new Echoes of Mana trailer for you. That was a good trailer. Yeah. That was a good trailer. This is the
1: mobile title, right?
0: Uh you, Oh, God. You want to talk <laughs> about your first soldier, huh? Probably looking at a November release date, but they haven't been specific except, except to say it's still on track for the end, sometime before the end of the year. Final Fantasy VII First Soldier. Are you still looking forward to this one, Tark?
1: No, not really. I mean, I tried to. And when it first came out. You want to know
2: how I'm not a sucker? I'm not buy I'm not getting that game. <laughs> not getting yeah, that one's game. Free. That one's a free to play. It's a, a free game, and I'm not even going to waste space <laughs> on my phone.
0: Uh, that's awesome. Then they kind of they kinda, and these are in no particular order, right? Throughout the entire. I guess I should have said that at the beginning of the show. Uh, they're in the order I wanted them <laughs> for, for the show. Then Fair they enough. showed us dungeon encounters. Which, just, okay, I'm not gonna lie, I follow Square Enix a lot. I, I had no idea this was a thing. I I think I'm not alone in that, that a lot of Anybody people didn't did. know about that. Uh, a new dungeon crawler, and this one is literally just a few weeks away. Yeah. We're, we're getting yeah. it later this month. And I gotta say, like, it had a certain appeal for, for me. Uh, you know, it does look there was some cool, like, c- character designs and stuff like that, and you know the kind of game board going through the dungeon and i don't know like you walk around the grid explore chart the whole dungeon that's the point right charting charting the entire place i kind of like this i'm kind of intrigued by it a little bit chronos i maybe that's dumb but i'm kind of intrigued yeah, and i don't expect but, it to be like a full 50 or 60 title either you know
2: i'm gonna go against what i said earlier actually it's kind of funny uh it's just like I don't know. I, I I want a little bit more like look to it. I know I said I play stuff mainly for gameplay, which is true. I promise you. <laughs> but uh, uh, I don't know. Like when they said like Nobuo is doing the soundtrack, that intrigues me. So I'll definitely at least listen to sure. the soundtrack for sure. Um, and there are people that are working on it that know what they're doing. But I don't know how much I want to play a game where I just walk around squares and and everything's like a like even the battles are like just portraits bumping into each other. Like, um, it's if it's fun and and, and, the, and the system is deep then it might be worth it and I, and I understand why it intrigues you too it's, it's very much like a tabletop game
0: yeah absolutely um,
2: and, and, and that's not really my jam but I know there's going to be tons of people that are interested in it so it's cool that they have something and I mean it's going to have good music so
0: yeah I'm that. definitely interested in it
1: I'm not sold don't get me wrong but I am interested <laughs> uh, I, in the same mindset I'm very interested but it looks very basic like Yes, gameplay is very important, but the visuals do lead some to bring bring you in sometimes. So I'm not seeing those visuals. I'm like, okay, that's it. Just just a grid. You're I don't understand. Like there's ah. Uh, All right. Well, I, I need to see. Uh, how about these? Know. How about these visuals then? The-
0: because we got a, another trailer for Triangle Strategy. Remember, this is yeah. another March 2022 title. And I, you know, I I cannot wait. I cannot wait. This just, like, I don't, I do have to say that I don't understand if you're going to make this game why you don't do a tactics remake instead. Oh, that's right? exactly what I said when it, I saw this. Because it's kind of like, you you made a tactics remake. Uh, You just named people differently. You put a little bit of a different story on it. Ah, this is so close to being a tactics remake in everything I've seen for it that just go ahead and make it a tactics remake instead of its own IP, but I'm not bitching. Give me, go ahead and give me a whole, I do know why go ahead and give me a whole new IP in a tactics world. I love tactics games. Square Enix does some of the best. I hope that this is going to be right up there too, but this new trailer, just like I was absolutely smitten with this trailer.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it looks, it looks really good. It's definitely like a spiritual successor to like, uh, Octopath and, and Tactics like kind of had a baby a little bit. Yeah, um, and I'm I'm all for it. I love Tactics games. They they're I think they're scared to use like their old IPs for stuff like this because then they're if it fails, then people are like, oh, huh, well, look at this. Like Tactics is never going to come back in this year. And if it succeeds, everybody's just like, oh yeah, it's just another Tactics game. But if it's its own thing, I think that's how I think that's why they were so hesitant to do like seven. Rem- So Freakor says
0: in chat, Tactics Remake only sells to Nostalgia, new IP sells to younger crowd and an older crowd. And I would agree with you if the game didn't already have Final Fantasy in its title. Uh, I I think that whole argument kind of goes away when the title gets Final Fantasy. Uh, Yeah, yeah, of course, it's going to appeal to uh, Nostalgia and older gamers, but because it has Final Fantasy in the title, it self-markets to the, the younger crowd, too. And you get suckers uh, like me that'll just
2: buy it. Right. His, right. His right, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It looks cool though. I'm still surprised this is a project like our uh, triangle strategy it seems like a weird name but
0: Yeah, Torchwick Tarkoth hates that name. Torchwick no, just that, absolutely that hates the name.
1: Absolutely stupid. I I get that they're trying to, you know, saying that the, the scales are a triangle, you got to balance them. It's it's just a stupid name. They they need to rebrand that real quick. Oh, the, the game Yabari, yeah, Amazing.
0: The Chat Final Fantasy Tactics Advance and FFTA2 remakes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, do the whole do the whole series. Absolutely. Should have uh, called it, in it Pyramid team.
0: Scheme. <laughs> <laughs> you oh Jason, yeah, awesome. you're probably right. Like it's it's probably one of those names that does sound really badass in Japanese. Well, you, you know, you know awesome. some of the kanji. Go ahead and look it up for us and see what it see what it's called and how to pronounce it cuz i always love like when you you see these like amazing words on an english package of a video game and you're like man that sounds like a boss game and then like your japanese friend is like it means darkness like <laughs> if we named it darkness in english would be like what a dumb title but even if we give it the japanese name we're like ooh that's sweet that's sweet right there it's just uh, katakana Hora Guru Senryu Yaku. I'll, I'll take your word for it. And yeah, it doesn't, yeah. I might, it maybe sounds just as dumb as Triangle Strategy then. Then we come to one last thing before we get over to our Love It or Leave It segment. And this is something that I was very excited about last show. And you gentlemen were interested too. Uh, but I love discussions like this that was going to take place between Yoshi P and Hironubu Sakaguchi, about like RPGs and development of RPGs and things like it was gonna I knew it was gonna be like a very theoretical discussion right just conceptual <clears throat> like how do they imagine things but I'm all for that I love that type of discussion uh, and I gotta say it, the whole thing is about 45 50 minutes long and the whole thing for me was a total disappointment a total disappointment um they were up front and said that there were not going to be any new announcements of anything during this and I was cool with that. I n- knew what this was and what I wanted to get out of it. And they did kind of jokey jokey around about Final Fantasy 16 a little bit and they you know they did kind of confirm the main scenario is finished which we already knew, you know, Yoshi-P had said that before. Sakaguchi himself does like the fantasy direction of the game and maybe would consider writing a quest for the game. Haha, jokey jokey back and forth. But other than that, um, not only was it kind of just a disappointing conversation, we didn't, I didn't feel like we were watching two masters of their craft discuss their craft. Uh, I thought we were watching two guys that have a tremendous amount of respect for each other uh, hang out, which I'm also okay with, but it was billed differently, at least in my mind. And the one thing I will say about this is, that poor translator, oh my God, I like she did a tremendous job, but she was given an impossible task. There should have been two translators or just subtitle it. One one or the other. Because I had no concept at certain times, Tark, who was talking. Because she's trying to do it in real time. They're not pausing to allow for translation. They just keep the conversation going. So you can't even rely on okay, Yoshi-P just talked, now she's talking, so she must be talking from Yoshi-P's perspective, and now Hironobu Sakaguchi is talking, and now she's talking, so that must be uh, his perspective. Like, it, they just kept talking, and she's talking over
1: them, and you just lost the whole thing. It, w- it was a huge disappointment for me. Yeah, if you're going to handle translations, um, they need to handle it like they did the live letter, where she was given an opportunity to translate on every message. Um, I lasted maybe five minutes, maybe 10 on this. And I'm like, I just, I can't follow this anymore. I'm, I'm a little confused. Uh, and I had, I haven't gotten back to, to watch the, the rest of the video. So um, you got more context than I do on this. I just, the, the yeah. translating really took me out of it. Chat saying should have had
0: two cameras for her that swapped between people. The camera would swap views for each person. I don't think that helps though. I think, I think Cronus, yeah. you need the second translator there. You know, and and Square has done this before, right? Put a male, uh, a clearly female voice translator, and a clearly deeper male voice translator to give two totally different voices to, and they just latch onto one person. Because if the if she's still doing the translation, but you have two cameras swapping between the two people, does the camera follow what she is saying and show that person what she's, or does the camera follow whoever is speaking in real time? Regardless of where the translator is, either either way, the viewer is still confused by what is going on. So I, I think you either subtitle the damn thing um, or do two translators.
2: I, I like the subtitle idea a lot too, because even you you mentioned the live letter too, and while she did a fantastic job, that mm-hmm. thing also went seven hours and was supposed to go <laughs> four. Right. Uh, so <laughs> I, I I think subtitles might be like a good idea. Um, for stuff that's going to be like lengthy or, or involve multiple people like that uh, where it's not clear I think that would have at least made it a lot more watchable I had the same kind of issue Tarkat where like I, I couldn't even really finish it I had trouble kind of following it. it and it did and also like what you said too I, I, I was expecting more and that's probably my fault but uh, I wanted a bit more out of it but It's It's one of
0: those weird situations where, like, I like the feeling of spontaneity, right? None of the answers being scripted, whether it's the live letter or this type of video as well. But it really doesn't, you really can't get both uh, unless you really take your time to plan out exactly how we're going to do things. And, and, you know, uh, I don't want the live letters to be scripted. Well, okay, yeah. then we won't script them. We'll have our bullets and, you know, Yoshi P will just say whatever he wants to say on that bullet point. But then that means it might be a little harder for the translation. Or we yeah. script it and the delivery now doesn't sound as friendly and casual as I'm as we've grown accustomed to or as Yoshi P likes to do. But the translation is better. I'm almost of the mind of, like, go back to the really early live letters, right? where we had no idea what the official word was of those live letters for about six days (laughs) until they dropped the official translation. We had unofficial translations happening in real time. And yeah, that was kind of annoying. But yeah, uh, this in particular, this interview was really hard to watch. It was really hard to watch. It was confusing. Um, But yeah. I got to give it a thumbs down. But does that mean that all of Square Enix's Tokyo Game Show 2021 showing gets a thumbs down. Let's find out in today's Love It or Leave It! Love It or Leave It is the last segment of every episode of The Relic Grind. It's where I give our hosts something Square Enix-related. could be a game, a feature in a game, a press release, an announcement, anything I want to Tangentially related and, hell, sometimes not even related to Square Enix. And you tell me whether you love it, want more of it, or leave it. Cast it aside. Final ruling on Square Enix's Tokyo Game Show 2021 showing. We'll start with you, Tark.
1: So, I guess it's all about expectations. I knew 16 wasn't going to be announced in, in any shape or form. Um, so, with that in mind, I'm going to say love it because I knew... What we really wanted wasn't going to be there. I was prepared for that, and I enjoyed what they released. So I love it, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, quite a few other titles. Cronus.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm going to go opposite. I'm going to say leave it. Um, and and maybe it's because I had high expectations or whatever. I also wasn't really confident that 16 was going to be there. But uh, I don't think the uh, Stranger of Paradise trailer really helps the game much. You have to kind of play it I think <laughs> for for to Be really, uh, really excited for that game. Uh, Triangle Strategy looks cool. I don't really care about the Kingdom Hearts stuff. Like we said, Babylon's Fall kind of has been tapering off for a lot of us. And then the interview that I was kind of excited for ended up being kind of not great. So I'm going to say leave it.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I was totally convinced that 16 would be there. I put it at 100%, even if it was just a replaying of its previous trailer. I didn't think they would be there with new stuff, but I thought they would at least put something up just because, if for no other reason, it's a different audience. Uh, so I totally got played there. Uh, but you know what? I'm going to have to give it a love it, but just barely. Just barely a love it. On that note, though, I do have to say, I watched quite a bit of the Tokyo Game Show, and I think there's an argument for as much as this is just barely a love it for me, that Square Enix carried the Tokyo Game Show this year to I a certain extent. Absolutely. Uh, yeah go go look at like uh, to- uh tokyo game show recap i mean bandai namco had one or two things nothing they, like they, they have are. a new logo yeah oh yeah yeah the new <laughs> logo so yeah i mean i gotta give love it because there was enough there that i did like some of the things i saw i do agree with you on the state the stranger of paradise trailer it's absolutely abysmal so it was the first one we saw they really got to nail the marketing on this if they want to because they're going after the Demon Souls audience with this, but you would not get that from the trailers. You would not yeah. get that from those trailers. And they're just cringy as all fuck. Uh oh, yeah. So I'm gonna give it a love it, but just barely. Now remember, there is no gaming gumbo this Saturday. You wanna follow us here on Twitch or on Twitter. Saturday we'll have Liminality Carb streaming in the morning. But then uh, me and two of my children will be at Too Many Games convention in Philadelphia at the Philadelphia Expo Center celebrating all things retro gaming, tabletop gaming. And TCG gaming. We're gonna try to see if we can't get some good deals on some retro stuff, checking out the vendors. We're gonna go live two or three different times throughout the day for like an hour or two here and there so that you can see different parts of the convention. There'll be different celebrities and stuff there. Uh we will be there as consumers, not as like ready check radio or we don't have a table or anything. That's coming next year. Stay tuned for that stuff. Uh so yeah, we hope you'll join us. Make sure you're following us on Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and all that stuff. We will be back here next Thursday, though, with another Relic Grind. Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern, to talk about the media embargo dropped information. Until then, Kronos, where can everybody find you?
2: Yeah, same as always, Twitter. Uh, I can promise you that Wednesday, I'm going to be posting everything about every job that I could find. So (laughs) probably complaining and being excited for different stuff. So yeah, I'm really excited.
1: Tarkov. Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, all at Tarkov Gaming. Come on by.
0: We have a good time. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there at MagicMan1, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio R-A-I-D-E-O, and you'll get a tweet every time we go live with one of our podcasts or one of our volunteer streamers, hanging out, playing some games. We love them all. Thanks so much for hanging out with us tonight. Stay safe. We'll see you on the servers.